My journey and the experiences I have had within relationships had me questioning why in so many circumstances, certain elements were just not working or why there was something always missing and things were just not aligning. It led me down an opportunity to learn and understand and grow within the elements of personality traits and love languages. This is not some cliche topic. It's what forms the way we communicate, connect, and so much more. Welcome to Life Changing Evolution, the podcast where we explore mindset, nutrition, fitness, personal growth, and building a fulfilling lifestyle. I'm Monique Howe, your host, a successful coach who has transformed the lives of hundreds of everyday people just like you, empowering them to reach their full potential by evolving mentally, physically, and emotionally. I'm passionate about helping people succeed and want to empower others to transform their mindset, perspectives, and achieve balance in their lives. If you're ready to elevate your mindset and health, you're in the right place. Consider this podcast your go-to resource for navigating life's ups and downs. Every episode will provide you with valuable education, resources, and actionable steps to unlock your full potential. Because when our cup is full, we live, do, and give better. And ultimately, we live a more fulfilling life. And that's what this life is for. I invite you to be a part of the life-changing evolution by subscribing to this podcast, ensuring you never miss an episode. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 19, part two. I never really thought that I would have to be doing a part two to an episode and especially this episode, but last week was just so big. So I have carried it over into another week. So please, if you missed last week's episode, make sure you go back and listen because it does provide the starting phase of this episode and we will continue where we left off this week with the final discussion on love languages, personality traits, and today we delve deeper into expectations. And at the end of today's episode, I will be going through some recommendations for helping you build a long-term, healthy, happy, successful relationship. So let's dive in. Now, beyond the factors that we have discussed, which influence our relationships and our love languages, is a topic that we have briefly touched on already, but is also a key player here. And that is the role of expectations. And it's something I want to revisit due to its power when it comes to relationships. Do you recall the scenario of getting home with expectations about the bin being put out? Well, that's evidence of how expectations play a crucial role in relationships, showing how expectations can shape how individuals perceive, interpret, and respond to their partners or other connections' behaviors. Love languages, which represent different ways people express and receive love, are also closely tied to expectations within a relationship. 
So here's an exploration of the role of expectations in relationships and their connection to love languages. The first is communication of expectations. So this is explicit versus implicit expectations. Explicit expectations are clearly communicated while implicit expectations are often assumed and may not be explicitly stated. Love languages can serve as a framework for understanding and communicating these expectations. So for example, implicit communication would be you communicating without words. It might be the tone of voice, the gestures or actions you take. So this would be love languages like acts of service or physical touch, whereas explicit communication, however, is limited directly to what we say. So this would be words of affirmation. As you can see, the different love languages would change the communication style in which you are implementing. Now, the second element is the alignment of our love languages, which is matching the expectations with our expressions of love. So when you have a clear expectation regarding another person's love languages, it becomes essential for partners to align their expectations of love with these expectations. For example, if one partner values quality time, but the other prioritizes acts of service, understanding this mismatch can be critical for addressing potential conflicts. So by understanding that your partner values quality time and the other is acts of service, you can ensure that you are reciprocating these love languages within your relationship to support the communication that you have and the expectations that may come about. The third is potential sources of conflict. So this is unmet expectations and assumptions and misunderstandings. If there is a misalignment between a person's love language and the expressions of love they receive, it can lead to unmet expectations. For instance, if someone values words of affirmation, but their partner primarily expresses love through acts of service, the person may feel unvalued. And this comes back to the example I gave you before with my client and I, where we were discussing her love languages. And obviously she was feeling unfulfilled because she was not receiving the same love that she was expressing. She was obviously expressing her love through gift and gift giving. However, her partner was not expressing love in this same way, which meant that there was an unmet expectation here and the person was feeling unfulfilled. The second part of this is obviously assumptions and misunderstandings. So unspoken or implicit expectations can lead to misunderstandings. For instance, if one partner assumes that other should know their love language without explicit communication, it can create frustration and confusion. The fourth is flexibility and adaptability. Successful relationships often involve a degree of flexibility and adaptability. Understanding and respecting each other's love languages can involve adjusting expectations to meet unique needs of both partners. Secondly is open communication. By regular and open communication about expectations, including love languages, it will allow you to navigate changes and the challenges together. Discussing these expectations fosters a deep understanding of each other's needs. 
Fifth is, of course, your cultural and societal influences. External influences such as cultural or societal expectations about how love should be expressed can also impact your expectations. These external factors may contribute to certain love languages being deemed more or less valid, influencing how you may perceive your own and your partner's expressions of love. So an example of this would be, of course, the, I guess, societal norm now due to social media being that you should shower your partner with gifts. And this is especially in a male to female relationship where it's seen that the male should be always purchasing the female um, flowers or luxurious gifts to spoil them. And this is such a big element of love. However, not all male partners do show love in this way and they may instead show love by taking out the rubbish and ensuring the gardening is done or may perceive love um, or show love I guess through physical touch and always being very hands-on in terms of giving you a massage or rubbing your back and so it's these different societal influences that may have you perceiving that love is expressed in a particular form and it's very important to be aware of this. Now, of course, the next element is personal growth and evolution. Changing expectations over time really does happen. As we grow and evolve, our expectations in relationships may change. Life events, personal experiences, and shifts in priorities can really influence how we perceive and express love. So understanding and adapting to these changes is crucial for relationship success. As we discussed earlier, sometimes in the earliest stages of a relationship, gift giving may be a very big element of our love languages. However, once we say have a family or maybe we start a new job where our time is very short, we may start to shift our love language to acts of service because we value gaining back time instead. Or maybe we then value quality time more because we value that one-on-one time with our partner or our relationship because we don't have that as frequently. So understanding your personal growth and the changes that can occur in expectations over time is really important to navigate and understand. Now, the final element is navigating differences. So compromise and understanding. Partners with different love languages will need to navigate and find a middle ground. This often involves compromise, understanding, and a willingness to meet each other's needs in a way that feels authentic and meaningful. This is where your quality communication really comes into place. Because of course, if you and your partner have different ways of expressing and showing love, it's important that you come to a agreement to understand this. For example, if your partner shows love through physical touch, yet you're somebody who prefers quality time or gift giving or acts of service, you may need to sit down and have a conversation of being like, look, I value and I receive love by us going and doing something one-on-one together and you value through physical touch. So putting in place, for example, a date night once a month so that you are also receiving that quality time that you need of conversation and being out of routine, whatever it may be, 
will allow you to then come to that compromise and understanding of what you both need in order to feel and receive love. Expectations and love languages are intertwined, as you can see, within a relationship, which is why open communication, mutual understanding, and flexibility are key to navigating and managing expectations effectively, fostering a healthy and fulfilling connection between partners. So how can you achieve this? Well, here are some tips to help you in navigating expectations and promote a strong foundation for a fulfilling connection. Now, I am going to be going over this briefly, but more support around this and detailed information will be in this week's ebook on the Life Changing Health app. So be sure to elaborate on this further after this week's episode with physical and practical resources. First is the biggest, most detrimental player in every relationship ever. It's the core of everything. Without it, there will forever be endless unresolved situations, ongoing issues and conflicts, and that is open communication. Open communication about the needs and desires is fundamental for the vitality and longevity of a relationship. This practice holds significant value for the various reasons we have discussed. First, it aids in establishing a profound understanding between yourself and your partner, allowing you to have clarity on expectations, needs, and desires, averting misunderstandings and reducing the likelihood of unmet expectations. Secondly, it contributes to the building of trust within the relationship, fostering an environment of transparency and honesty. This trust is further strengthened by the predictability and reliability that comes from partners openly sharing their needs. Additionally, open dialogue enhances both emotional and physical intimacy by allowing partners to discuss and share vulnerable aspects of themselves. It also plays a pivotal role in conflict resolution by addressing issues early and facilitating constructive resolutions. The adaptability of the relationship to changing needs and circumstances is promoted through continuous dialogue, preventing disappointment and frustration. The practice of open communication also cultivates a supportive environment by enabling partners to offer emotional support and encourage each other's independence. Open communication encourages personal growth by allowing exploration of individual needs and aspirations. Celebrating achievements together, aligning future plans and addressing unmet needs are integral aspects that prevent resentment and contribute to a thriving relationship. So as you can see, open dialogue is the cornerstone of a healthy relationship, laying the foundation for understanding, trust, intimacy, and effective conflict resolution. A supportive environment where both partners can grow and flourish together is ultimately the goal of a healthy relationship. So understanding each other, having that open communication will allow you to explore these love languages and individualities so much further. So please, if there's one thing that you take away from today's episode, grow your communication skills, build a platform for open communication. What does this look like? 
Well, you could conduct regular check-ins. Schedule regular times to discuss the state of the relationship, your feelings, and any changes in expectations. This helps to prevent issues from escalating and promotes ongoing connection. By scheduling in these little communication sessions, it's like a doctor's appointment. You're not going to miss it. You have this in place and it's an opportunity to have an open slate. Express your needs. Encourage open and honest communication about your needs as well as your partner's needs, desires, and expectations. Create a safe space for expressing feelings without judgment. I really suggest, for example, once a month, having a sit-down dinner and being like, this is our opportunity to sit down, talk. Anything and everything can be brought to the table. The next is the exploration of love languages. Make sure you do this together. Explore and identify love languages. Discuss and identify each other's love languages. Understand how each person prefers to give and receive love as this can enhance your mutual appreciation and satisfaction together. Recognize that love languages may evolve and change over time. So stay open to adapting to each other's shifting preferences. Have clarity within your expectations. Be explicit. Clearly communicate your expectations to your partner. Avoid assuming and this will help you in intuitively knowing your needs and their needs. Discuss your long-term goals. Set realistic relationship goals. Define your shared values and celebrate achievements together. Make sure to manage conflict constructively. Practice active listening. Use those I statements to avoid blame and encourage personal responsibility. Cultivate empathy. Put yourself in your partner's shoes. Make sure that you're validating each other's emotions. Acknowledge and validate that even if you don't necessarily agree, that you can understand and interpret what it is they are feeling. Prioritize quality time. Quality time together is an opportunity for you to emotionally connect and helps maintain a strong bond. Balance individual and shared activities. You need to both do individual activities as well as shared activities too to maintain a healthy balance between independence and togetherness. Practice patience. Learn and grow together. Be patient with the growth within your challenges and the changes in your relationship. If you need to, seek professional guidance. There is no shame in this. If challenges keep coming up and you really want to make this relationship work, consider seeking the help of a relationship counselor or therapist. This is going to provide you the additional tools and perspectives to navigate complex issues. And finally, celebrate uniqueness appreciate differences and value individual growth. I will admit the concept of personality traits and understanding love languages certainly wasn't a concept that I have always had interest in or had any kind of knowledge of or understood the framework. However, my experiences within relationships and my journey had me questioning why in so many circumstances, certain elements were just not working or why there was always something missing and things were just not aligning. 
This led me down an opportunity to learn and understand and grow within the elements of personality traits and love languages, which explained everything. It provided an explanation for why I would be giving or why I would be doing or why I would be saying things. And sometimes to different people, it just wouldn't get through. No matter what I did, no matter how hard I tried, what I was doing was just not good enough or wasn't enough. And it's not because that person was ungrateful. It was not because that person was horrible or because somebody was filled with high expectations but it's because the language I was speaking to them was not the language they were able to interpret. And what I mean by that is I would be giving somebody a gift, yet that meant nothing to them. However, me opening the door for them was something that meant so much more. Or I could write somebody a three-page letter expressing love and gratitude and kindness, and they would receive that and not even blink. And then I would go and do that for someone else, for example, and they would be in tears and be so grateful and hold on to that letter forever. This is a pure example of love languages and communication channels, as well as personality traits that really do have an impact on the way our relationships within our life, within our routines and structure are shaped because each and every one of us does have our own language. We have our own personalities. We have our own way of showing love and also receiving love. And it's so important to have this self-awareness and this understanding of those who we care about because by having this understanding and having this foundation underneath us, we have a solid ground to stand on. We can openly communicate. We can express love in that way that somebody we care about is going to receive it. We can receive love in a way that we deserve to receive love that helps us in filling our cup and feeling appreciated, loved, and cared for. It really wasn't until I had gone through my experiences within my relationships and spent so many days and nights not understanding what wasn't going right and what wasn't working and why things were so rocky in different areas areas that it really had me open my eyes to taking in a different approach and taking in a different form of learning and growing understanding. And that was in the shape of understanding love languages and understanding different personality types. Because just like the story I put up on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, we are the tomato sauce and the barbecue sauce. Some people are going to love barbecue sauce. They are going to think that it is the best thing and there are no faults or imperfections with it, that it can go on every single meal. However, the person sitting next to that person is going to think that tomato sauce is the bee's knees and the only sauce that should be used. And this is because we are all individual. We have different elements and each sauce has its own features. And just because one person doesn't like barbecue sauce doesn't mean that it's not going to be a sauce that is rated and enjoyed by everybody else because we are individual and the real reality is our imperfections to one person will be perfections to another. 
And this simply comes down to the way that our personalities are shaped. It comes down to the way our connections are formed through our love languages and our personality types. So if I have anything that I can share with you today for you to take away out of this episode, it's to really look into that self-awareness of understanding who you are at your core, what it is that you need to feel that love for fulfillment, support, and have a fulfilling lifestyle? What traits do you offer? What traits are present within you that are things you can work with and use to your advantage? And what are some traits that are maybe missing and that you can develop and enhance? And maybe these are traits that may not even be developed or enhanced, but by being aware of these potential traits that you have that may not be everybody's cup of tea, this is something you can then work with and navigate around or even potentially have open communication with people about so that you are on the same street and so that they are at least aware and not taking it as a direct attack or taking it as something negative towards them or something personal. Look, I am in this position myself. I am a busy soul. I like to be busy. I like to be productive. I like to be active. I am a very busy person mentally, physically, and emotionally. And to some people, this is the worst trait on earth. I've had previous partners who could not stand this trait of mine. They couldn't understand why I needed to be active, why I always needed to be doing something, whether it was physical for my career, for my growth and my mindset. They couldn't understand this element of who I was and they tried to put that fire out within me. They tried to stop me from being this person and it only ended up being a very conflicted situation for myself and for them. However, I now have people around me supporting me who embrace this. Yes, of course, sometimes they remind me to take a moment to breathe. However, for the most part, they're there to support me. They understand this is who I am and they love that I can run a thousand miles an hour and do all of the things that I do. And this is where it goes to show there are people who are going to be in your circle who will support your faults in other people's eyes as amazing quality traits. So please take on board from my experience what opportunities you can then embrace within your routine, your education and on your love languages and your personality traits and understand yourself this week. Use this week's ebook to help you in unlocking who you are as a person. Because as we know, based off Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we need love connections and support networks in order for us to live the most fulfilling life that we can. So this week, it's all about you. It's about understanding your love. It's about understanding how you love, how you show love, what traits you have and what traits can grow. Here's to a week of growth and fulfillment. As always from Mon, remember to keep embracing positive change and as always, keep on smiling. Thank you for tuning in to the life-changing evolution. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend or someone who could benefit from these life-changing tips. Your support means the world to me and I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review and rate my podcast. 
This will help me reach more individuals and inspire them to lead a more fulfilling, healthy life. I invite you to continue the conversation, share your takeaways, or discuss your personal experiences by connecting with me on Instagram. Send me a direct message at Monique underscore Life Changing Fitness. I can't wait to hear from you. Stay tuned for another episode next week. Until then, remember, keep on smiling.